0: Welcome to Future Forward Sales. I'm Lynn Whitbeck, founder and CEO of futureforwardsales.com and Petite to Queen. Our superpower is empowering business owners to transform their sales and grow their business. We work with business owners who reject complacency and focus on innovative thinking to thrive. At the end of the show, in about 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing sales podcasts. Let's go.
1: I have the pleasure of having Brett Trembley of Get Staffed up on here today. How are you doing, Brett?
2: I'm fantastic, Gabby. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Glad to see your face again and to learn more about your business.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, so please just go ahead and start telling us about who you are and what Get Staffed Up is.
2: I would love to. So I live in Miami, Florida. I, I came here for law school and I, I started a law firm a few years after I graduated. And um, I still I still own and run that law firm. So I am an active attorney. We have uh, 10 lawyers at the firm and it's going very well. But a few years ago, me and a very good friend who's also a lawyer, we noticed there was a, a gap um, An opportunity for for really adding all the people and the hands on deck that you need mm-hmm. in order to stop wearing so many of your own hats as a business. When you're hiring domestically, not only is it much more, it's it's just very expensive, and you have the multiplier of 1.42 mm-hmm. uh, is the is the most recent that I've read. Meaning, if if you're paying someone 100,000, what it really costs you is 142,000, just wow. to use round numbers. Um, so, uh, my business partner learned about the possibility of hiring international team members and working with them through zoom. So we started this business, uh, in 20, early 2018, and it was going great. And then coronavirus hit, and now people don't even wonder if it's possible to work remotely anymore. And so our business has absolutely just exploded in a good way. And it's been a lot of fun.
1: That's great. I'm glad that there could be positives to a crazy year. I'm glad to be hearing those success stories so far. And so for, so you say you had the law firm and now you saw kind of a gap. How did you get into it though? As far as like, this was just something I guess you were passionate about. This like, we need to fill this gap right here.
2: Well, it's funny because my my business partner learned about the the virtual staffing from um, and and how to really start recruiting and finding people from other countries. I had a project that I was going to run with on my own called the Hiring Pros. Okay. I've put a lot of time into leadership development and recruiting and training and building teams. That's what I really enjoy doing. Okay. And I was at a program one time with a bunch of rather successful professionals, and we, and we we spent a whole day on. Um, it was kind of like an mba program like a like mm-hmm. through through goldman sachs and we spent a whole day on on hiring and the amount of complaints coming from the business owners in that room was just mind boggling right. and it was it, it reflected a lack of self awareness it was like you know all millennials this and young people that and nobody wants right. to work anymore and it was like right. people aren't put on this planet to work for you their whole lives you know <laughs> who who are you you have to earn the right to be somebody that other people want to work for and spend their time with. And there's so much that goes into it from core values and mission and your culture and your meeting rhythms and how you treat people and how you promote and and how you delegate. So I I was excited about maybe starting that project. Mm -hmm. And then the idea came that we could do that with offshore teams and really give people, for example, you know, every business, the business owner wears so many hats. So if you wanted to delegate, you know, bookkeeper, someone else in your finance department, like for a law firm, for example, a legal secretary, a personal assistant, two assistants for the other lawyers at your firm, uh, a receptionist, you know, that's a lot of people to hire. But when you can do it using economic arbitrage and taking advantage of the different economies and, and, you know, spend like 25% of what you normally would, Mm -hmm. suddenly, You've got this business with a lot of team members and employees that is pumping out a lot of work and the growth becomes a lot of fun. So it just kind of all made sense from a lot of different angles.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it. And so like you said, it's also getting employees from overseas and seeing that gap and how they can fill that gap. But also you mentioned as far as employers also need to be a company that people want to work for. So would you say you're also trying to accomplish sort of a culture shift and sense and a mindset shift when it comes to business owners and leaders?
2: I would like to, um, but candidly with, with how fast we're growing and and the resources we have right now, in a few years, I think we'll be able to do more training for business owners on, on how to develop their, I mean, you could call it leadership skills, but it's really ownership skills, right? Like how, how do you become the CEO that people want to work for? Why does everybody want to work for a Zappos or a Chick-fil-A instead of Burger King, for example, and and that's company culture and, and putting fun and energy into everything you do. Um, so that, that, that all that, that's definitely something I'm passionate about, but right now we are just filling orders as fast as we can. You know, the word of mouth is really spreading about us and we have a crazy uh, detailed recruiting team through Latin America, we're going to have a hundred thousand people apply to work with us next year. And we will probably place, um, 0.05% of those people, which is still a lot, Mm -hmm. but you know, right now we're, we're growing so quickly that we don't have time to do a lot of other things.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. And so then with all those things, how do you create fresh opportunities to best serve your customers?
2: Uh, Through the different offerings, right? Like we'll, we'll, we'll explore other countries um, to, to pull talent from, we will find new ways to help our clients teach their, their administrative assistant, which by the way, these are all admin assistant and marketing assistant. These are assistant Mm -hmm. positions. We're not hiring your next CEO from another country or, Mm -hmm. or team leader. So with all these assistants, there's, New things you can train them. You know how to how to help your company grow on LinkedIn. Um, how to launch a book. I mean, there's just a lot of things that we're learning ourselves that we're packaging and and helping our clients with.
1: Okay, and which countries do you typically pull from, and and why?
2: We started in the Philippines, and what we what we quickly found out was that it it could be a huge competitive advantage if we go more towards Mexico, Central and South America, <laughs> mm-hmm. because. Um, the time zone is a big difference and the culture and the English language is a big difference, you know, no offense to anybody, but it's just a fact that people in Latin America, they, their, their language is a lot closer to ours and, and their accent. I mean, a lot of the people we hire barely, barely have an accent and you don't really find that, especially in India and the Philippines. Um, some, some, some awesome, wonderful people, but we're not the company that finds you, the $5 an hour, just paper pusher, um, you know, four hour work week Mm -hmm. tasks. And and there are those kind of of people out there. We are educated, friendly, well put together, work from home, have computers, have infrastructure, um, assistance that can be client facing. And so we're, we're just a different, you know, we're not the McDonald's of the staffing world, which I mean, by the way, we all love McDonald's. It's not offensive. It's just a different model right. and strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not the most expensive steakhouse in the country either. We're just a medium uh, range, you know, very well-respected restaurant, if you're using that analogy.
1: Okay. I was saying which restaurant you are possibly going to say that kind of falls in the middle. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I know. Maybe like, maybe
2: like a, a Houston's. We're not we're not quite maybe prime 112, but we're, okay. we're, we're more expensive than... Uh, than, than some others, right? You know, like the like the Shake Shack's uh, of the world. But uh, <laughs> I, I guess I guess we could go on, right? Everyone loves Chipotle, you know, maybe.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> trying to get into
2: fast casual, more Chick-fil-A than Chipotle,
1: something, right? Exactly, something there a little upscale fast food. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like you said, there's definitely that benefit too, and like you said, that culture of you're also trying to set it up while we're not doing just low end wages and low end situations either for even the people that you're trying to get set up to be hired. Yeah. Yeah. And so how do you leverage flexibility then to think outside the box? Like you said, you're able to be get employees from overseas. You have a little bit more flexibility there. How do you leverage that for your company?
2: Um, Well, if you're asking about how to leverage creativity, it depends. I mean, there's a million different ways in a business. You can, Mm -hmm. you can be creative internally, externally, you be created within a marketing department, within an operating department, within like for us, we have a sales department, HR, client happiness. So, a lot of lot of different ways. But the way that we've set up our communication structure mm. and what we call level ten meetings at the firm, we've got opportunities all week, every week, to empower our people to come up with new and better ways to run the company. And I think that's what it comes down to is that we have created the type of opportunity and culture where people have, if they have ideas, they can present those ideas.
1: Wonderful. So as I said, it's a collective, definitely yeah. collective type of culture. Yeah. And so I want to go back to how you mentioned being an employer that people want to work with. Of course, you don't want to brag or toot your own horn, but what do you think are some things that you carry for yourself as a person to be an employer that people want to work for?
2: I learned early on that if you're not I mean, if you're making it a burden and people just like, oh God, I don't want to go to this meeting, then they're they I don't. I hate the fun because it's not like, oh, if you have fun, then everything will, will go well. I mean, that that's not true either because mm-hmm. you you could not be focused on work. But uh, I, I mean, every meeting we have, we're laughing and having a good time and making jokes while we're getting a lot of things done. We're mm-hmm. taking butt and taking names, and I think that's that's important. We we just did our quarterly reviews with our our team members, our own internal employees. And at least three of them said, this is the the best company I've ever worked for. I'm so happy. And when you get that kind of feedback, it's really validating for what we're trying to build.
1: Yeah, we're doing something right with that yeah. feedback. And so please tell us about your book, The Danger Zones.
2: Sure. So that really has nothing to do with Get Stepped Up. That's for the law firm. Uh, business owners are under attack in this country for mm-hmm. some strange reason people see business owners and they think dollar signs, you know, most people don't understand most of the income in a business goes right back out to, to run the business. Uh, but you have these, you know, uh, what I would call uh, misguided lawyers convincing people to sue their former employers or current employers unfairly, knowing that the rules are stacked against the employer so that it's basically makes more sense to just cut a check and and make that go away than it is to spend mm. five times the amount of money and fight. Very unfair. I mean, look, let's say your lunch break, you know, and, and this happened in California recently to yeah. somebody I know, but let's say your lunch break was supposed to start at at, at twelve fifteen and and you started at twelve twenty. I get it, right? Like we're, we we try to put things in place to have good environments and for employers to not take advantage of employees because that's important too. Mm-hmm. But where's the balance? You know that business got sued and when he didn't settle, they subpoenaed the record and I, I believe he spent over half a million dollars fighting a lawsuit over Five minutes of a, a, a few lunches. Oh and, and if you're thinking, oh, that's probably not the whole story, unfortunately. In this case, it can be. You, you Great. can get sued. What happens in South Florida, where I am, is for overtime, people are getting employers are getting sued where, where the employee is, is being talked into it by the lawyer most of the times, um, to claim that they worked 60 hours a week for three years, but they only got paid 40. So now they're owed three years of overtime, 20 hours per week, which is time and a half. And, and, The burden is on the employer to prove that the employee is wrong, Mm -hmm. not on the employee. And most business owners don't know that. So the book is full of little tips and and tactics to help protect yourself. I mean, it's the opposite of containing things to get a one up on your employees. No, it's not. It's about being a great employer, but protecting yourself from unfair, Mm -hmm. just deceitful accusations, which can tear a business apart.
1: Right. And I think we read, you know, as business owners, everything, there's so much reading about, you know, how can I serve the customer? How can I make the customer happy? And not sometimes like, well, how do I protect myself and make sure I'm going to be okay as well? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, right. And not only make, look, make the customer happy is one thing, but make your employees happy. If you take care of your employees, they will take mm-hmm. care of the clients. And mm-hmm. that's where most of your focus should be on as your own team.
1: Absolutely. Internally first. Yeah. Wonderful. So where can people go for more information about Get Staffed Up or if they just want to learn more about you?
2: Sure. GetstaffedUp.com. And if you, I mean, all the information is there. We we do is like I said, administrative staffing. Our marketing is focused on law firms because it's a niche. Niches bring riches, right? We don't have to market and be different things, to be different people. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of non-law firm clients because it's really the same concept. So if you go to getsteppedup.com and you, and you do forward slash VIP uh, and you fill that out and look, if you just mention this podcast, we'll give you $250 off of your startup fee. So yeah. that's a, a nice little perk.
1: Perfect. And if uh, LinkedIn or anywhere else for people just to get in contact with you, if they choose sure, to
2: link, yeah. LinkedIn.com, I, I don't know. I forget like forward slash Brett trembly <laughs> I guess.
1: It'll, um, it'll be on there too. So for anyone yeah. to read instead of just listening. Yeah. Wonderful. Brett Tremblay of getstaffedup.com. Thank you so much for your time today and sharing all that.
2: Of course, Gabby. It was really nice chatting with you.
1: You as well. Thank you
0: so much for listening to Future Forward Sales. If you are a business owner who rejects complacency and is driven to increase their sales and grow their business and would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit futureforwardsales.com forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor? Share this episode on social media. Then go ahead and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up, a rating, or a review. My name is Lynn Whitbeck, and I thank you again for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening.